Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. 40s, and by morning, we're going to be in the 30s across the area with light winds and few clouds. Mostly sunny skies for your Thursday afternoon. Temperatures into the mid to upper 60s across the area. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now in Manassas, we're at 45 degrees, Metro Center 50, Frederick, Maryland 46, some suburbs down into the 30s tonight at 1159. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. And good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up here on WTOP, two breaking stories. The U.S. Senate has passed a government funding bill. This averts a shutdown. Protesters and Capitol Police clash outside DNC headquarters in D.C. Those demonstrators were pushing for a ceasefire in Gaza. Also, why social media posts allegedly made by an area teacher have left her on administrative leave. I'm Mike Marilla. Why some members of Congress say the selection of Greenbelt, Maryland for the FBI's next headquarters should be investigated. They still think Virginia should be the spot. A concession in a closely watched local Commonwealth's attorney race. I'm Scott Gelman. The Wizards didn't really stand a chance against Dallas tonight. 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foti in Washington, where within the hour, the Senate passed a House-approved stopgap government spending bill that avoids a last-minute crisis at the end of the week. On this vote, the yeas are 87, the nays are 11. The 60-vote threshold having been achieved, the bill is passed. Allowing Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to announce... I have good news for the American people. This Friday night... There will be no government shutdown. This bill keeps some government agencies funded into January, others into February. Near San Francisco, President Biden is trying to improve frayed U.S.-Chinese relations. After talking to Chinese President Xi Jinping for several hours, the president announces... We're reassuming military-to-military contacts, direct contacts. As a lot of you press know, follow this, that's been cut off and it's been very worrisome. That's how accidents happen, misunderstandings. So we're back to direct, open, clear, direct communications on a a direct basis. Those Chinese-U.S. communications cut off when the U.S. shot down a Chinese spy balloon that had flown over much of the U.S. mainland. Back here in Washington, I had a confrontation between police and protesters at a Mideast war-related demonstration outside Democrats. Democratic Party headquarters. WTOP's Dimitri Sotis. Police say six of their officers were treated for injuries. Some were pepper sprayed or punched. One person was also arrested for assaulting an officer. Members of Congress were evacuated from the area earlier. The protesters included people with If Not Now and Jewish Voice for Peace calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. They insist they were peaceful. They are accusing the police of violence. And in the Mideast War, Israeli forces have now occupied Gaza's largest hospital, Al-Shifa, despite that staff's repeated insistence that Hamas militants are not using the facility as a base of operations, as the U.S. and the U.S. have, as the U.S. and Israel have claimed. At some point, they will try and evacuate. But how they do that, it's going to take a lot of planning. It's going to be very, very difficult. And they're very worried at the moment, doctors inside say they're losing around five patients a day. Deborah Pata in East Jerusalem. SpaceX cleared to make a second attempt to launch its super-heavy Starship rocket from Texas. CBS News space consultant Bill Harwood following. It's been nearly seven months since the first super-heavy Starship test flight ended in a spectacular failure. Since then, SpaceX has made hundreds of modifications and improvements, and they've met all the requirements set by the Federal Aviation Administration. 
So with an FAA launch license finally in hand, SpaceX hopes to launch the rocket on the program's second test flight Friday morning. AAA's national average for a gallon of regular gasoline now $3.35. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. Here's Jim Blankenhorn, Senior Vice President, Environment and Security at Amentum, in the new series, Top Voices, Creating a Safer, Smarter, Cleaner World, sponsored by Amentum. In the United States, then, when we look at our energy infrastructure, about 90% of our greenhouse gas emissions come from energy production and the consumer usage. About 75% of CO2 emissions come from those same uh, sources. To hear more of this interview, visit federalnewsnetwork.com, search Amentum. At Amentum, we solve the world's most complex challenges. When the U.S. military accelerates hypersonics technology. When our nation safely remediates and cleans up nuclear waste. When the DOD modernizes digital systems. When smart and scalable clean energy is essential. When unmanned systems require enhanced capabilities. Amentum is there. Creating better outcomes for a safer, smarter, cleaner world. Amentum. Solving what's next. Learn more at Amentum.com. WTOP at 12.04. Good Thursday morning, November 16th, 2023. Welcome in. Partly cloudy, cold this overnight, early morning. Low again in the 30s by daybreak on your Thursday. We're at 49 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your midnight hour Thursday morning ride. As you no doubt heard from CBS News featuring our own Dimitri Sotis just minutes ago, recapping one of our top stories this morning. Capitol Police clashed with protesters outside of the DNC, Democratic National Committee's headquarters on South Capitol Street in Southeast. This happened last night. They say about 150 protesters in all were illegally and violently, their words, protesting near the DNC headquarters building. Now, the protesters included people were told from If Not Now and Jewish Voice for Peace calling for a ceasefire in Gaza who say the protests were peaceful. Police say six officers were treated for injuries. Some were pepper sprayed or punched. Megan Clark, a reporter with our partners at 7 News, spoke with protesters at the scene and then joined us on WTOP. Protesters telling us things just escalated very quickly and we were asking if there was a specific moment, if there was something that sparked the escalation uh, and they could not tell us what that was. The protesters say things moved very fast shortly after they arrived around 7.15 or so. One person, we're told, was arrested for assaulting an officer. No word on other arrests at this time. WTOP at 12.05, a Montgomery County school teacher is out of the classroom this morning. This after she's accused now of posting messages online that the school system says are anti-Semitic and hurtful in nature. The messages were reportedly posted by Sabrina Conn-Williams, who teaches history in addition to diversity, equity, and inclusion classes at Tilden Middle School in Rockville. The school system is only saying the alleged messaging is hurtful and anti-Semitic in nature, but won't go into details about them. It's incredibly disturbing. Emily Prophet is a Tilden Middle School parent and says she saw screenshots of Facebook posts allegedly made by the teacher, and they both frighten and anger her. She's posting things that are akin to like a Holocaust denier. She's posting denial of a, a massacre that occurred on October 7th. The school's principal didn't go into specifics either, but did tell the school community on Sunday that she immediately reported the social media posts and says they undermined the school's values of respect and belonging. According to the school system, Con Williams is on administrative leave. 
Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.06. Colleges and universities have long been at the center of protest and student action related to global events. And recently, with the Israel-Hamas war raging, there have been cases, of course, in which student groups were suspended from their own campuses. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us this Thursday morning that's a situation which raises the question then about freedom of speech. Lara Schwartz teaches at the American University School of Public Affairs, and she's the founding director of the program on civic dialogue. At a public university, she says... Speech, as opposed to conduct, is presumptively protected. But there are exceptions, and they are narrow. For things like incitement or truth threat, also also called intimidation. Universities can set restrictions on time, place, and manner of expression, and they can also have rules for student conduct. Schwartz says it may be hard to live with protection for speech that can be hateful, offensive, or painful, but the bottom line? That hateful speech might very well be protected speech. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Election 2023, Thursday morning on WTOP. A little more than a week later, Loudoun County's incumbent Commonwealth's attorney has just conceded paving the way now for her challenger to take office starting next year. Here outside the courthouse in Leesburg, Loudoun County Commonwealth's attorney, Buda Biberai, reflected on her office's progress. Violent crime is down 31%, and Loudoun remains one of the safest places to raise a family. Days after Election Day, she conceded the challenger, Bob Anderson. She trailed by about 300 votes, but isn't asking for a recount. I have decided that I will not pursue one in order to conserve the taxpayer funds, as well as to expand the transition period to serve to better serve the people of Loudoun County. Biberai became the first woman to be elected as Commonwealth's attorney in Loudoun County in 2019. In a statement, Anderson says he plans to deliver on his promise of protecting the community from violent crime. In Leesburg, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. A Thursday morning, November 16th. Glad you're with us. Starting the midnight hour, 12.08, the time to be exact. Welcome, Michael man. and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger at the WTOP Traffic Center. And a good morning to you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. We've got major delays on the Capitol Beltway out of loop. This is because of the work zone. Only the, only the far left lane is open. Uh, this is between the toll road and the ramps to I-66. All lanes to the left are blocked because of this road work with major backups coming, uh, starting just right around the Dulles toll road. Once you clear 66, though, there are no other delays as you make your way to the Springfield interchange. However, be aware, though, that on the out of loop between the Little River Turnpike and Braddock Road, there is a work zone. It's road paving operations with the right lane and the on and off ramps blocked. Also on the also on the Little River Turnpike, just inside the Beltway for the road resurfacing operations. Right lane entrance ramp and exit ramp, both sides are closed. Also Braddock Road, both sides between Ravensworth Road and Port Royal Road, right lane and the on and off ramps also blocked because of the paving operations. In the district, southbound DC 295, that accident between Benning Road and East Capitol Street, all gone. No lingering delays. Also in the district, watch out for the work zone affecting New York Avenue. Avenue, both directions at Florida Avenue. One lane is getting by and watch for the new traffic lane shift on the underside, the underside of Longfall Plaza. This is because of the D.C. Smart Street lighting project that goes until seven this morning. During the day, it's the, the lane shift is on the top side lanes. 
Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Early morning temperatures, mid-30s to around 40 degrees. Our skies have been clearing out. Luckily, we've got light winds out there, so we're not windchilled this morning. We do have a pretty day coming our way with mostly sunny skies. Temperatures will top out in the mid to upper 60s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We are at 45 degrees, Upper Marlboro, 47 Centerville, 51 in our nation's capital. Brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 1210, where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. Here's Jeff. Wholesale inflation has cooled even more than retail inflation. Producer prices fell a half percent in October, knocking the annual wholesale inflation rate down to 1.3 percent. UPS has opened its biggest warehouse. It's in Kentucky, and it's staffed almost entirely with robots, 3,000 robots that do the work. The Dow rallied 164 points Wednesday. That's a half percent gain, but the S&P 500 gained just seven. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Overseas this early morning, checking conditions with the Asian stock markets this midnight hour. Down across the board, the Nikkei is off 155 points. The Kospi is down two. The Hang Seng is down 298. The Shanghai is off almost 20. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Breaking news this morning. The Senate has now passed formally a government funding bill. Wednesday night doing so, averting a shutdown, at least temporarily. We're in depth on what this means and what the next move is coming right up on WTOP. 1212, good morning. Ace Photo Dominion Camera Customer Appreciation Day is this Saturday, November 18th from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Canon Representative Matt Thompson will be in store to show you the latest mirrorless camera and lenses. Come see the newly released Canon R8 compact full-frame mirrorless camera. Save up to $1,000 on most Canon cameras and lenses. Canon Black Friday Instant Savings will end on November 30th. Get the best Canon prices on our Customer Appreciation Day and save on thousands of items in stock. Call 703-430-3333 or visit Ace Photo. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Regency Furniture's spectacular Black Friday sale continues with savings of 25% off beautiful Regency Furniture, plus 25 months no interest financing and special doorbusters at the lowest prices while they last. Doorbuster sofas, your choice $3.95. Queen beds, $4.99. Five-piece Regency dining sets, $3.95. Thousands of items in stock with fast delivery. Regency's Black Friday sale is the biggest savings event of the year. Don't wait. Buy it now and save 25% off at Regency Furniture. Shop in-store and online. It's Toyota-thon, Toyota's biggest event of the year. Waldorf Toyota and Alexandria Toyota make Toyota-thon shopping twice as easy at twicethechoices.com. With just a click, twice the Toyota-thon selection, twice the Toyota-thon savings, and all backed by the incredible customer service of these two Beltway Toyota superstores. Bring your trade to save even more. Everyone knows the best Toyota deals are at year-end. The thon is on. Shop Toyota-thon at twicethechoices.com. Good Thursday morning. Welcome in this midnight hour, November 16th. If you're just joining us, partly cloudy, another cold one by daybreak on Thursday. Veronica said our low should be in the 30s in most of the region. We are, have dropped a couple in the last few minutes down to 49 in our nation's capital. Thursday morning, November 16th. Welcome in. Glad you're with us.
I'm Dean Lane, 1214 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Breaking this morning, the Senate last night passed a House-approved stopgap bill late in the evening to keep the government open. Now, this helps Congress avert a shutdown, but it also sets up a broader funding fight in the new year. WTOP's Dimitri Soda speaks this morning with Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell about the deal itself that has led to the passing of the spending bill this time around. That was done with a very conservative Speaker of the House who had a choice to make, and that choice was to appease the far right of the Republican conference and risk a shutdown or pass a funding bill in the only way that can pass in the House of Representatives, and that's with Democratic votes. And that is what he decided to do. He is not being punished yet like Kevin McCarthy was punished for doing that because people say he inherited a bad situation and they are so giving him time. Meanwhile, that does not mean that everything is all rosy on Capitol Hill. Tensions are still extremely high and not just between the parties, but Republican tension is quite high and people are quite frustrated at the lack of progress in getting things done on the far right end of the spectrum. I'm just thinking about a couple of these incidents. A former House Speaker accused of kind of shoving an elbow into a fellow lawmaker's back or a challenge to a duel essentially during a Senate hearing. It used to be that that would be very damaging to your reputation, even back, you know, in your home district or whatever. I suppose in these unusual performative times, uh, actually, maybe this all benefits lawmakers in a weird way? Yeah, well, it's interesting. With the Kevin McCarthy elbow into Tim Burchett's kidneys, uh, of course, McCarthy denied that he did anything. Burchett is one of the eight people who voted to oust Kevin McCarthy. And now that we're about a month away outside of Kevin McCarthy's speakership, the more sources I talk to say that it was a pretty dark time. And that's actually revenge and spite and members against each other was actually how McCarthy operated. And that's a large reason as to why he was ousted from his job. But as far as members benefiting, yes, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, the one who tried to enter into a fight with the union leader during a Senate hearing, he is absolutely fundraising off of that incident. He is selling T-shirts about it. He has gone on conservative media afterward and doubling down and suggesting that perhaps that's how people should act. So it's, yes, I, I hope that um, coming to blows, which does happen every once in a while around here or near it, Hopefully these people don't think that that is the right way to operate moving forward. On Skype, that's Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell, who also co-authors the early 202 newsletter here on WTOP with our Dimitri Soto. A quick look at the top stories we're following for you early Thursday here on WTOP. The U.S. and China agree this week to restore high-level military communications after a meeting between President Joe Biden and President Xi Jinping on Wednesday afternoon. We're watching this morning for the latest signs that some of the Israeli hostages in Gaza may be released. And breaking this morning, recapping the Senate has now late last night passed the House's short-term funding bill to avert a shutdown. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com.
donate today at carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Coming right up to this midnight hour Thursday after traffic and weather. The new things being taught at an old D.C. high school. In Northeast, I'm John Doman. Good Thursday morning, November 16th. Time now, 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Ken Burgers in the WTLP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. The work zone in place, Beltway out of loop. This is on the approach to the ramps at 66. Only the far left lane is open. Everything to the right is shut down. And traffic is still rather busy heading back to uh, Virginia 123. But uh, traffic volume beginning to thin out a little bit, so the delay is not quite so heavy. However, still is a slow ride heading past this work zone. Then the out loop express lanes from 123 heading over to the Little River Turnpike. You've got equipment repair work. That's in the clearance of clearing stages on the Beltway out loop between the Little River Turnpike and Braddock Road. Right lane and on the, and the on and off ramps blocked by road paving operations. 236 just, just inside the Beltway. Road resurfacing operations. Right lane entrance ramp and exit ramp are blocked. That's both directions. Also both directions at Braddock Road. That's between Ravensworth Road and Port Royal Road just inside the Beltway. The paving operations, the right lane and the on and off ramps are blocked. And also keep in mind that north of the toll road, both loops of the Beltway on both shoulders, both sides, you've got long-term work zones set up between the toll roads and the American Legion Bridge. I mention this because the construction barricades are there, and they are flashing lights. So keep that in mind. It's not all the travel lanes are open. Just be aware of the work zones set up on the shoulders that could attract some attention. Just be aware of their presence. In Maryland at the Bay Bridge, eastbound span is shut down with two-way operations in the westbound span. The central lane closed as a buffer. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Coming right up on WTOP. For parents who give their kids melatonin to sleep, researchers have some advice. I'm Nick Ainelli. A cold morning, but we do have a very nice, mild day coming our way. Then one more for Friday. Temperatures this morning, mid-30s to around 40 degrees. Our temperatures will quickly rise into the mid to upper 60s under sunshine. Then on Friday, we'll have additional clouds moving in and a chance of rain late around 10 to 11 p.m. Not going to be much rain, but we'll enjoy Enjoy another day around 70 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 48 degrees in Hyattsville this midnight hour, Thursday morning, November 16th. We're looking at 45 in Fredericksburg this morning, 50 foggy bottom, 49 in holding in our nation's capital. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 1221 on WTOP. The WTOP Charity of the Month is New Futures. For nearly 25 years, New Futures has been disrupting generational poverty by offering young people in the DMV affordable pathways to post-secondary education and in-demand careers. New Futures scholars are 95% black and Latinx, and 90% are first in their families to attend college. Nearly all have faced systemic barriers limiting access to higher education and the workforce. Learn how your donation can help young people earn college degrees and achieve financial well-being at newfuturesdc.org. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Diamonds Direct's last and largest sale of the year is this weekend. Get an incredible 20% off virtually everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Save an extra 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. This is the big one with an expanded selection and in-store designer appearances all weekend. Special financing, too. Lowest prices of the year starting Friday with special hours open Sunday as well. In Tyson's Corner and coming soon to Rockville. Get details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion.
WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. Thursday morning, November 16th. Welcome into WTOP. We thank you for starting your early morning with us. Time now is 12.23 in the morning. This is WTOP News. The mother of a six-year-old boy who shot his teacher in Virginia earlier this year now sentenced to 21 months for using marijuana while owning a gun. Deja Taylor's son took her gun to school, you may remember, used it to shoot his first-grade teacher, Abby Zwerner, at Richneck Elementary in Newport News. Taylor's sentencing is considered the first measure of accountability for the January shooting. She still faces a separate sentencing next month in the case for felony child neglect. Zwerner is also suing the Newport News school system for $40 million over the case. A Prince George's County man has been found guilty of killing his ex-girlfriend on Christmas Eve. Nearly a decade ago, a jury found 44-year-old Marvin Lopez guilty of first-degree murder while armed for the shooting death of Evelyn Guerrera. Lopez was found in El Salvador earlier this year, extradited back to D.C. then after being charged with her murder. Lopez is accused of shooting and killing his ex in front of a restaurant on 14th Street in 2014, where she worked as a waitress at the time. He faces up to life behind bars if found guilty. The D.C. government making moves to get more city residents working in high-demand trade jobs. The $64 million renovation happening here at the old Spingarn High School will allow the city to double the size of its D.C. Infrastructure Academy. 2,700 square foot specialty mechanical lab, interior classroom space. Uh, also, we'll refurbish the courtyard. Uh, we'll have social spaces and also an exterior training yard. Auto bays for lessons in car repairs are also coming. Delano Hunter, who leads the Department of General Services which will oversee the renovation of this school, is also a Spingarn grad. And because the school's not just old, but considered historic... We're going to preserve the, the rich history and legacy of this building. Uh, we will be ensured to preserve the facade, enhance the facade. In Northeast, John Dome in WTOP News. On the medical page, if you turn to melatonin to help your kids get to sleep, you should know about some new concerns over its long-term use. If your kid is having trouble sleeping, you need to talk to your primary care physician. That's Dr. Gabrina Dixon, a pediatrician with Children's National Hospital in D.C., reacting to a new study in the journal JAMA Pediatrics, which surveyed about 1,000 families and found that roughly 20% of kids ages 5 to 13 had taken melatonin recently and had been taking it for more than a year. Dixon cautions parents against that, saying there's not enough research yet on whether children can have negative side effects from long-term melatonin use. Parents should not be giving melatonin long-term without guidance from a health care provider. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And our first midnight.